win in life? You want to get real happy? You know why I'm really happy? Because I think everything's my fault. You know, I've been thinking a lot lately about this whole journey, about, about how entrepreneurship has become something of a, of a status and, and has been put on a pedestal. I've also been thinking about how scary it is when something becomes cool or interesting and what that creates. And I've been pondering that quite a bit, which is the differences between being an entrepreneur and being a successful entrepreneur. You know, putting the fact that you're a CEO in your Instagram profile doesn't mean that it's what you're gonna be able to do for the rest of your life. And what I'm really concerned about is that we have lived at, both in Canada and the US with basically an eight to nine year macro, almost a decade of good economic growth. We just have, you know, obviously there was a crash in the US in 2008 or nine, but if you look at the data, we're probably on the tail end of economic growth. You know, obviously nobody knows, otherwise they would make trillions of dollars. But one of the things that I did want to talk to you guys about today is practicality. I think practicality is stunningly uh, not talked about enough so for example, if you're running a business right now and it's predicated on raising money or you've raised money and you lose money each month, it's probably a really good idea to change course pretty quickly. Because the biggest issue for me right now is that we have a lot of people who wanna build brands, who wanna become influencers, who wanna start companies, but they're not putting in the pieces that actually allow them to weather the storm. You know, the thing that I'm most proud of is the two biggest businesses I've ever built, I basically started them during very difficult times. When I first got involved in my dad's liquor store business, it was the late 90s, and just about a year and a half into my journey, I guess two years into my journey, the stock market crashed and all the internet companies folded and all the people that were making money that I was targeting to sell wine stopped having money to buy wine. And, I, and then right behind that, because most of my business was New York and New Jersey based, even though we were building an internet company, it was only about a year later that 9-11 happened and not only you know, changed, the, I mean, for anybody that lived in New York, New Jersey area, it was much more compounded for us because we lost loved ones. And, and I, I remember I lost 100 employees from one organization in one day. I had to go in hand by hand and take their emails out because everybody passed away from Cantor Fitzgerald that worked in that office. So. And that, so I persevered through that because I was practical, because I didn't have a lot of overhead, and because I wasn't romantic, I wasn't dreaming. I knew that I had to buy and sell wine and liquor and beer, and I had to make sure that my expenses weren't greater than the money I was bringing in. VaynerMedia started in the ashes of the economic meltdown of the US. When I started VaynerMedia, people didn't wanna pay $5,000 let alone the 50 or 100,000 they pay us a month now for our services. And, and when I started VaynerMedia, you know, it's funny, I watch everybody watch my journey now, and you know, there's that cliche thing of like overnight success, right? I'm gonna have this TV show come out this June, and it's gonna change my profile, right? I'm gonna sit on a stage with Will I Am and Gwyneth Paltrow and Jessica Alba for this Apple show that I'm about to do, and everybody's gonna say, where'd he come from? That happened overnight, uh, you know? Um, and it's even really happened in social. I'm sure a lot of you, for a lot of you, you've only really even have known about me for the last six months or so, even though I've been putting out content online for 10 years every single day. And so the thing that I've been really thinking about is practicality. Like VaynerMedia, even though I had already built a nice sized business, it wasn't like I was extracting a lot of money out of Wine Library. And so when AJ and I started VaynerMedia seven years ago, we started it out of a company called Buddy Media's conference room. 
for the first two years that I ran VaynerMedia, we had no rent. We first worked out of a conference room, a conference room. We then worked out of a co-working space before the whole WeWork and co-working space revolution, and I bartered my time to help that company in exchange for a very small space. We didn't buy furniture, we scrapped. And I'd already made it, I was already rich. And we scrapped. And so the biggest thing that I want to implore everybody here today to do is to take a step back and think about how fancy are they. Are you willing to be really, really, really ghetto? Do you really need that chair? Do you really need that piece of technology? Do you really need to fly that class? Like, I, I just think that we're living through an incredibly fancy culture of entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship and CEO status is quite sexy. People are selling a lifestyle that is filled with lots of fun and trips and, and champagne and bikinis and bling bling and all sorts of horse shit, right? <laughs> and, uh, and I just think that that era of this era is gonna come to an end somewhere within the next five years. And very honestly, I just don't want a lot of people in this room that dream to build their own businesses to have to go work at a bank or go work at a retail store. And so I would highly recommend something that I think is stunningly not talked about enough, which is if you're building a business, you have to be making money. I know that's like a funny thing to say, um, but uh, I think it's important. I think the other thing that's important is to shift the context completely the other way, which is what is really winning, right? Like, what is the definition of winning? And I think we all have different definitions, right? Uh, and I think that one of the things that I also wanna say is that I'm getting scared that a lot of people that are following my journey hear me talking about buying the New York Jets, and I do aspire to buy a $3 billion sports franchise. I do, it, it is what I want. It's, you can look at my fifth grade yearbook long before business was cool, it's what I wanna do. But I'm awfully scared that it's pressuring the people that follow me into trying to achieve things that they don't necessarily want, they just think it's the thing you do if you're trying to be a successful business person. Let me promise you something. I know tens of thousands of people, and I know thousands of people extremely well, and I know hundreds of people deeply well. There is no correlation between how much money someone makes and their level of happiness. I have friends who make $47,000 a year and are the happiest people I know. Their work-life balance is on point. They're part of two soccer teams. They play video games. They watch every show they want. They take two vacations that they scrap together and they're freaking happy as hell. And I know tons of people who I grew up with in the Silicon Valley boom who have hundreds of millions of dollars in their bank account and are as miserable and as lonely and as broken as you'll ever see. So I implore all of you to please reverse engineer and figure out who you are and figure out what level of monetizing and stuff you need and what level of creativity you need. I promise you one thing, one thing that will catch you very off guard. I should be way more rich. I leave money on the table every day. I, I've left ungodly amounts of money on the table. I spend tons of times spending, sending DMs and engaging with people, meeting people randomly and not cashing in. I actually believe the statement I'm about to make. I think that I love the journey and the game of entrepreneurship so much that I have subconsciously sabotaged my financial upside to make sure I can play this a little longer because I fear if the numbers keep getting too big, eventually it will take the fun out of it. 
when you are lucky enough, like I am, to actually do something that you love so much, do something that puts pressure against the one thing you care about besides it, which is the time I spend with my family. My family is my whole life. And being this and doing this is the only thing that cuts into that. I couldn't breathe if I wasn't an entrepreneur. I didn't breathe when I wasn't an entrepreneur. That's the reason I got D's and F's in school, because I just